Hello, listeners, and happy new year. I just wanted to thank every single one of you for the success that Hit Dice has seen in our first year as a podcast. The community that we have developed on our social medias is outstanding, and we look forward to hearing from every single one of you every week. We love that your voices are involved in this, that you're helping us push and write the story forward, and that you're there to conversate about it. It really does make our day. So to all of you, my sincerest thank you. I could not have done this without you all. Your turnout has been amazing. The reviews that you have left on your respective podcast platforms have really kept us going. It's lit that fire under us, and we are so excited to see what the new year has in store. That said, I hope the very best year of your lives is ahead of you. Let's start off 2019 right with an episode of your favorite podcast. Thanks again, guys. Van's gonna die. Okay, so my character's dead. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Don't die. Welcome to the 40th episode of Hit Episode 40, 40, 40 of Hit Dice, America's favorite real play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Hey guys, it's me, your host, Wes Cordombus. I'm joined on our 40th episode by, I'm not even going to go in order this time, (gasps) Rachel Watkins. Oh my God, I get to go first. Hi. (laughs) I'm Rachel. I'm playing Callista, the tiefling bard. (gasps) Alan Clark. Um, yeah, I'm Alan. Uh, <laughs> so far, so good. Pat- hey, Alan. I'm playing Patches, the half-elf rogue. Jonathan Ganong. Hey, I'm playing Arwol, uh, the gnome divination wizard. Caleb Hanks. I'm playing Wes Cordonculus. And I'm the... Um, I play Van Dingulus Ulysses Fart Baby, and I'm gonna die this character. This character. This character is gonna die this campaign. So that's going to be uh, another character. Now that you're introduced one. to the players, I want to introduce you to a new rule. So we're going to start playing Lingering Injuries. It's called Lingering Injuries. It is a variant in the Dungeon Dungeon in the Dungeon Masters Gird. See, none of us can it's in my talk. hand in the Dungeon Masters Guide. Uh, so basically, what it does, and what I'm hoping it uh, will do, is encourage my players to role play for the sake of their character a little bit more. Um, this is not just something that I see in my campaign. It is something that I see in a lot of others' campaigns, um, and it's that your PCs will just run in headlong and with the attitude of just like, LOL, hope I don't pass out. Um, and what Lingering Injuries does Aww. is it will, there's a there's potential for it to punish my players if they fall to zero health. Uh, it can do things like internal bleeding, uh, all the way up to losing an eye, all the way down to just having a really cool scar on your chest. And it's something that we're going to introduce into the campaign. We may or may not see it this episode since Van's going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to kill him. Uh, but if cool. uh, if you're interested in this, you know, you should um, have a conversation with me about it. If it's happened in your campaign, if you've ever played with it, how you feel about it. And you can do that on any of our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Our handle is Hit Dice Pod. Additionally, we have partners now, guys. Isn't that hey. fun? Not sponsors, but partners. That's fun. We have two partners. Um, our current partners are... Uh, experience points. They, uh, they've been near and dear to me since way before I did this podcast. I've, co- I've followed their content for a very long time. They do a video series that attempts to capture how it feels to play at a table, which is what we attempt to capture on our podcast all the time. I think that's one of my 
main goals. They are really, really interesting, and they just started a podcast of their own. Full disclosure, I didn't think I was going to like it because it was an evil campaign, mm-hmm. but it is so much fucking fun. They're all serving this god called Yogg, and he's making all of these different parties go out and do things. And for six episodes, they'll play one party that are trying to kidnap an elven princess and corrupt her. Uh, for Yogg. And then in the next one, they'll have to go get this very specific blood sacrifice and bring that back. And so the thing that I don't like about evil campaigns is that you end up getting like pitted against each other for your own personal bullshit. But when they're, they're all serving the same God, it actually works. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of fun. So you should check out both of uh, those contents. The other is mage productions, which I just had an interview on and was a ton of fun. My buddy GM Lee, uh, shimmering Isles on Twitter has a podcast where he just talks D and D it's not real play. They are bite-sized and, uh, you should check those out. Now that our partners are out of the goddamn way, let's talk about our sponsor. Big old, fat old, nasty old, greasy old lizard-like shout out to Dice Envy. They gave us all these beautiful dice, and they're going to give you some beautiful dice for money. <laughs> but, you can get, but you can get 10% off by using the code HITDICEPOD at checkout. In addition to that, they have subscription boxes, which you should seriously check out. Some of my stuff is in there, and it's a whole lot of fun. So head over to Dice Envy, enter the code HITDICEPOD at checkout. You're going to get 10% off of all those beautiful, beautiful wooden, metal, or see-through awesome cool dice like we have from their website. Last week on Hit Dice, you guys are the least cool people in town. Everybody hates you. You got Everybody out of the elemental. Hates us. You got out of the elemental plane of Earth. It is obvious that um, leaving Lander to his own devices and going after the betterment of the world, uh, it's left you all out of favor in the public. He has been spreading apparent songs about you. He has understudies, one of which you have met actually um, on yeah, her way out bitch. to another town. She sang a song about how there was a devil woman who trained under Lander and was this devil dirty whore. Woman. Coming back. Sometimes when you're writing your backstory, you come up with a great idea and then your DM exploits it on you. What up, motherfuckers? <laughs> and it's pretty great. Lingering um, injuries. So um, part of Callista's story before our adventures as a party began um, involves her coming up in the world as a bard. And she got involved with this guy named Lander, who was a really well-known bard and writer. Um, and she was sort of his muse and apprentice and they were in this crazy relationship and then he published his well duh and then he published this book and uh, didn't give her any credit for it even though she had written about half of it herself um, and then laughed in her face when she suggested that he should probably go back and maybe give her some credit for what she had contributed um, to this book that was bringing him a lot of fame and fortune Um, so things did not go well between them after that she might have sort of slandered Lander on stage. And at that point was actually how she discovered her power as a bard, insulted him in front of everyone and left him sort of like bleeding from his eyes from the mental anguish that she inflicted on him and her anger in that performance and suddenly realized that her songs and words had a lot more power than she realized. Um, And this conflict, um, seeing him lie like this in his stories um, went against everything she believes about what a bard should be doing and living. Um, So that's what actually inspired her to seek out a party of adventurers and try to create the next big epic adventuring party and record the stories um, for her own uh, and all of their truth and glory. So that is why Callista is doing what she's doing. Ah, this son of a bitch. And as you all entered into this town, you found out that Lander has been slandering your names and he's been 
you, you've received information that he has been telling everyone that you all are responsible for the tear fall and that you're basically just really shitty bad people. But in addition to that, a lot of the people have started to turn on you. Uh, they are all very suspicious. They're all very scared. The last people they saw with the dragons before all of this went to shit town was you guys. Uh, you guys were the only ones to come back alive from the, uh, what did they call it? I don't remember anymore. It's been so long. That was like episode eight. The, uh, the, place. the pillar the, of yeah, smoke uh, that you guys all went out to. The Black Plume, that's what they called it. Um, you guys return, are the only ones to return from the Black Plume. You were seen out at sea speaking with a dragon, and you came back unscathed. And so naturally, people have started to uh, <laughs> spread rumors, and uh, they're horrified. They have no idea what's going on, and they need some scapegoats, and it looks like the blame's falling on you all. As you all learned this, you were talking to your friend Thundershout after speaking with Madame. Making your way toward Isaac's, uh, someone noticed you, and they started to pull a crowd around you. And as they were all ganging up on you, you all made a quick retreat. And as you all made a quick retreat, Van did suffer some damage as you all were making your way through the crowd, but you did manage to make it through uh, relatively unscathed as a group. Um, your friend Arnold from the Thieves' Guild, Aust's, uh, one of Aust's right-hand men, was waving patches into this doorway. And as patches got in there, he used his new cloak to uh, displace himself behind of Arnold, and you scared him. And as you got in here, you noticed that he smelled really bad. Uh, he smelled real stinky, like rotten eggs. And um, when you got in here, a few of your other teammates noticed you go in, Callista and Van. Arwell took off running, though. He's far up the street and headed toward Isaac's. Uh, you all had no idea where each other were for a moment, and so Arwell uh, will we'll be playing separately, I think, as we start this. Um, but as this happened, you went in and... He has what suntanned and damaged skin shows. Uh, you recognized him immediately. His face is covered with a black cloth from the mouth down. But you can see his eyes. You can see his nose. And you recognized his foul mouth. He loves cussing. He has this really thick, strange accent. Um, but he's obviously not a very smart man. He is loyal to Aust, though. Every time you guys have come back into town, Arnold has approached you all and asked you what's going on. Whether this thing is Arnold or not, it's hard to say. But he turned into this horrifying monster and as he turned into it he screams and his mouth widened way past where it should and as that mouth widened past it split like oil and water into other mouths and his eyes did the same they stretched across his face his skin started to turn red his face split into multiples and as he started to ooze away this blood started coming out of all of his pores and that blood got bigger and bigger and bigger until it covered his entire body and he's just this mound of screaming faces and tentacles and it looks like this big glob of blood, basically, with these screaming faces constantly melting down. And as this happened, you all are standing in shock in front of it for just a moment, and these two other strange gelatinous-like forms, though they're green, splat down in front of the door that you came in, and these skeletons are inside of it, and it looks like anything but the, it's ooze. It's some Ninja sort of turtles. ooze. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, it's... Always you can see the skeleton turtles. bones. They're, they're lined up in a really unsettling way. The skeleton bones inside of these smaller green ones, it is trying to assimilate a humanoid form, but it's just broken, and there aren't enough bones to do it, but you can still see the skull's jaw, like, floating just under its head, and these fingers like sticking just outside of it. The bones are floating inside. The pelvis is cracked, but like still close. It's just not exactly right. And it's a really surreal, disturbing, nightmarish image of these two things like sitting around you in this room. There's a crowd of people outside actively looking for you. And uh, Arnold has just turned into this horrifying thing. We are going to start the session in initiative. Everyone roll oh. your initiatives. Going on. I rolled a 16. Okay. Um, Van? Six. Oh. Calista. Nine. Patches. Uh, eight. 
Alrighty, Arwol, uh, can you roll a d20 and tell me what you roll? Sounds like. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Well, <laughs> roll it anyway, but probably never mind. Good thing they can't Three. see me. Yeah, you win. Glad I used my up. one charge of teleportation as a fucking joke thing. <laughs> me too. It was worth it. It was worth it. It was. So as this happens, Patches, you are standing behind this thing, uh, and Patches, as uh, you are standing here, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. I am so unwise. That's a six. Patches, as you were as you were looking into this thing, you it one of these faces melts and it screams out and it moves <laughs> right in front of you. And as it screams out at you, it fades away. And you feel this really strange affinity. You will, uh, unless you are able to break this, regard this horrifying red blob and both of the smaller green blobs as friends and as allies. As a half-elf, I don't believe you have resistance to that. I do. Complete resistance to being charmed. Um, Do you get advantage on it, or is it impossible for it to happen Advantage against charms. Oh, so you can roll one more. Oh, my God. 17. Uh, That beats it by one. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't help them fight my friends, um, but I did just think they were really fucking cool. Yeah. They just looked cool. Um, I wanted them to maybe join our group. I was going to try to convince everyone. It'd be awesome to have was, this weird thing. Yeah, I was right? about to start convincing Nobody everyone that, that we should let this <laughs> ooze thing into our party. And then I'm like, actually, you know what? That's a bad idea. That's probably not a good idea. And now I'm back to normal. Right. You're like, oh, wait. Gross. Oh, wait. No, right. that would never work. Ar- Arwell, you were up. So I'm more or less making my way to Isaac's, but I am... I would definitely actively be sending Ori up and down through the streets and stuff, okay. looking for my. Do you want to roll perception to maybe see if she saw yep. them? Yeah, uh, nineteen. Um, with a nineteen, you would have absolutely seen uh, patches at the door, and you would have seen Arnold at the door. You did. You all, as far as you know, you only think patches and Arnold are in this place. Okay, um, I'll go back. Now that I saw patches, I'll okay, make my um, way let's, back. Let's let's say that you are uh, hundred and twenty feet away. I wouldn't dash. But I would use my full, like, action to give back, so that's... Time, yeah, so well, feet, Arwell, like, like turns 25. around and looks back, and then you just start, like... Yeah. And that was weird, because the door shut, and yeah. they went in there, and you're like, uh, So you just start walking back to yeah. see what's going on. Yeah, because I'm still trying to look like the old lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the strange green skeleton, like, pseudo-humanoid figure, like, rises up, and it looks over to Patches, and as it rises up, these bones are behind you. It is going to be considered flanking you. And as it does, these... Tendrils reach out and they smack at you. The first is going to be an 18. And the second... (laughs) My pen just saved you from the second hit. Uh, The second is an 8, which doesn't hit, I think. The first one does, though? The first one does hit, yes. Okay, and as this thing reaches out, these pseudopod tentacle-like limbs come out and they just like whip at you and they're filled with these bones as they come out and it's just kind of like nasty this thing coming toward you it does four damage to you and then it does four bludgeoning damage and then an additional psychic damage as this thing hits you so you take a total of four or five i believe um i use my uncanny dodge Okay, so you take two, you take, you get bludgeoned and then you get like a little tiny like your eyeball hurts headache you're like ah. Um, <laughs> but you're still standing up and you're still feeling pretty good. Uh, Callista is up, Patches, you are on deck. Okay. Callista. Oh, I'm going to die this session. Probably. Very much does not want to be here. <laughs> and is really wondering where Arwell is because she's noticing he's not in the room. Right. Um, so with that knowledge, she's thinking, well, I want to leave here anyway. I'm going to go out and look for Arwell. <laughs> so uh, 
still invisible. Mm-hmm. Going to try to sneak out the door and go look for Arwol. Uh, I will say this. Mm-hmm. These two oozes are completely covering the door. Uh, oh, the they're like came touching the each other and ones, I can't get through. Yeah, them. they're like right in front of the door. It seems Is there like. there a window or anything? Um, there are windows. I'd like to try to climb out the window. Okay. Uh, would you like to move yourself over there? Yeah. And will you be, you're invisible. So. I'm invisible. They can't see Invisible. you, so they do not get an attack of opportunity. Yeah. Uh, you just see their little gross, mm-hmm. horrifying skeleton ooze forms, just like. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to like get by. Yeah. Skirt around them without touching yeah, you're them. Like, oh my god! And climb uh, out the window. You can. You can just climb out the window. Okay. I like the so way you're that works. Street, out. You're invisible yep. still. And I've still got some movement left because that was only like ten feet. Yep. So now there are only two of you in this place. <laughs> and I'm I'm looking around <laughs> for anything that I think might be Arwol. Okay, uh, so you want to use your turn to roll perception? Maybe? Yeah, so I'm so good at that. I might be hidden, sort of, but uh, Ori is not. Okay. Right. Yeah, so I'm looking for any sign of Arwol, including okay. his owl familiar. Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> My perception's a negative one. Oh, no! <laughs> Fortunately, I rolled a 19, so that's an 18. Um, My stats so are low. You but. do not see Arwell because you rolled a natural 20 with your stealth. You do not see Arwell, but you do see a very familiar owl uh, mm-hmm. circling the city. You can see the distortion it from like like a heat wave off of her wings. Mm-hmm. She's flying around, and she does seem to have her eyes locked on your location. Okay. Um, she's just like circling around the top of it, um, Arwell, because you sent her there and saw your friends, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. So you see uh, Ori just circling right above you, but you don't see Arwell. Okay. I'm going to... Um sort of stay where I am, sort of up against the wall, still invisible, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I know he must be nearby because there's Ari, so I'm right. just going to continue to look around to see if I can spot Arwell anywhere. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Patches, you are up. In the room that we're in, what yes. what all is around? Like, this is a rug? Yes. This and is a, a chair, chair? And a bookshelf. Bookshelf? And then okay. there's other rooms that you could try to get into. This place is so well stove. furnished. But Patches is in uh, easily the worst uh, position out of everybody. You're in the middle of all three of these things. I'm going to come over here to this guy. Yeah. Are you going to take an attack of opportunity from the first two? I don't want to. But like, can you, can you, can you, <laughs> no, I'm you, not going to take you that. Can you turn <laughs> yeah. the same thing. Yes, yes. I'm going to take an attack of opportunity. Okay. from Yeah. So the smaller one lashes out toward you. That is a 17. Hits. Yep. That is a... And so these little green, gross, skeleton-filled jelly monsters, the first one's going to hit you for... Four bludgeoning damage and an additional one psychic damage, so five total. It just like hits you and it like it just racks your brain for a second. It feels like for just a second, this is the second time it's happened to you. You've been hit by one of these things. You f- forget where you are for just a moment, and then you snap back into it, mm-hmm. and you are in the center of this room. But you feel the second time you were touched, it affects you just a little bit more. This strange psychic damage as this thing attacks you, and then the much larger one hits you for. 26. Um, mm. A 26 definitely hits you. I didn't, I'm not moving, I'm staying right in front of this one. I'm not. No, the bigger don't. one. The bigger one has a further reach than the smaller ones. <laughs> Just see if it kills you. <laughs> uh, and as the adult reaches out and hits you, Patches, you are going to take seven bludgeoning damage and four psychic damage. So 11 damage total. Oof. Pink is my favorite crayon. That's literally pink, okay. like the sheets that we lay on. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> well, it's my turn, and I haven't I done anything I yet. Know. You've so yeah, the shit beat out of you. Son of a bitch. Well, that just kind of threw a wrench into my plan. Um, 
I'm going to this, the guy here, the guy. The full good guy. Yeah. Then I'm just going to fucking regular stab it. Okay. <laughs> regular, regular stab. Regular stab, go. Chocolate stab. That's uh, 22 to hit. That's a hit. And that's eight damage. Okay. And I get one point of health back because I life leached with my magic dagger. Nice. And you said it was eight damage? Yes. And you restored one. And I'm not going to use my bonus action to stab it again. I'm going to use my bonus action to disengage. Uh-huh. Fuck it. I'm going to... Um, you use, still move I'm, away. I'm just going to use my movement to go and climb up to the top of this bookshelf. Yeah, like... <laughs> are you crouched on it? Yeah. Okay, Fuck so yeah. Patches like runs over to this bookshelf. He's crouched up on it. Van is alone in the middle of the I have a feeling I know what you're going to say, but how long does the earth shifting thing last? You go underground once, and as soon as you come back up, you can't use it again? Uh, no, I think that it lasts for a full minute. Van, you are going to get hit by one of these things. Uh, it is going to hit you with, at 22. Uncanny uh, dodge. Yeah? It has it. Okay, so that's a... That's four bludgeoning damage. Thank you. And then five psychic damage, so you take two total. And as you take this, you do feel this ache in your head just for a second, like the room spins just for a moment. I'm like, ouchie, I feel like I have ten hit points. And then it is your turn, Van. I go into the ground. I go into the fucking ground, and I'm like, I think y'all are about to take a dog. That big thing cannot take an attack of opportunity on you because it has already used its reaction to hit patches. I hide in the stove. So you see this, like... Pseudopod, a lot happens right here. This pseudopod swipes, or it has like this big, gross, red-faced, nasty creature, swipes at Patches as he leaves, and then so does the small one. And Van, as you see this happening, you like turn, and you start to go into the ground, and the smaller one reaches out and hits you as you do. And you disappear into the ground as you see Patches like scampering up this bookshelf, and he's like crouching up and on the top of it. That so was just you my just movement. go down into the ground, okay? I pop up out of the bed, and I shoot a fire arrow into the big one. 13 to hit. 13 does not hit. I go back into the ground. Okay, but you did use one of your charges with your fire arrow, so you're down to four. That's something you got to keep track of. Yeah. I weep silently in the ground. Okay, so (laughs) it's 10 feet down, 10 feet up, so that's 20. Do you have another? Is your speed 30? You can move one more time. It, It costs 10 feet to submerge your entire body into the ground. I'm just hanging out. Okay, in the ground. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Okay, and then as this is happening, Patches, you are sitting up on the top of this super crazy bookshelf. You're, all of your friends are gone. You are in this room by yourself up in the corner with all these crazy things. And How does it feel? As, oh. as they are sitting you here. I could still be there. You don't know. As they are sitting here, it does start to move toward you, and it moves freakishly quickly. Like, it doesn't move, like, at a slow crawl like you think an ooze was. It's, like, like really quick and over in front of this bookshelf. And as it comes up and in front of you, you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Seven. Yeah, with a seven, you fail. And as this happens, Patches, you are, for all intents and purposes, completely paralyzed on top of this bookshelf. You can't move your arms. However, you were sitting on it. You were sitting here like completely still as this thing is coming up toward you. And as it does, these faces are screaming out. And as these faces scream out, this thing just sits right in front of you, bubbling and gurgling and screaming. And all of these voices are talking. You are up on this bookshelf in the center of this room. These other two, only one of them is going to get 
uh, a movement and it is the green one and as it moves you're invisible and so it, it's looking it, it, it moves to the window and like you do see Callista like though you're invisible and you're looking for Arwul this really disturbing image comes up over your shoulder you see this green ichor with a skull in it and it is like the skull is looking for you though you don't like know if it's its actual eyes or not okay. it's almost like it's trying to impersonate a person and you see this skull just come up from the inside of this very dark home and it's just like looking out into the street it seems um, but it is I mean inches away from your mm -hmm. face where it's looking and you can just smell that rotten egg sulfurous mm. brimstony stink from this thing as so it sort comes of up. slowly sink down the wall it is actually uh, Arbel's turn and then you're up next so mm -hmm. uh, yeah I'm just Keep on making my way downtown. Are you still just walking? <laughs> making my way downtown. <laughs> no, that's a cursed song in this campaign. So. Yeah. So you are now 60 feet away from your friends, we'll okay. say. Um, and then, Callista, you're up. Um, so yeah, yeah, so I'm going to like crouch so I'm not right within smelling yeah. distance of the thing. And I'm still looking around for anything that I think might be my buddy Arwell. You can Do roll a perception percept again. again. Yeah. You never know. Dice purge. It's a seven. <laughs> yeah, you don't see Arwell. Your, your eyes are on Ori. This thing is stinking and right behind you, and like it is taking up some of your mental capacity to try and figure out exactly yeah, what's going on. I'm a little panicky. Patches, you were up. Uh, you were completely paralyzed, which leaves you defenseless. And the only thing that you can do is attempt to break out of this. At the end of your turn, which it is now, you can make another wisdom saving throw in an attempt to break out of whatever is holding you still in this place. Since I can't do anything else, this is going to be the end of my turn where I try to break out of it. Right. So you're just like struggling. This thing, it is the only thing you can see in this room. Your friends are gone and all of these horrified faces are looking at you. And as they are looking at you, you can start to feel some of their memories. You start to get glimpses into their lives. And it feels a lot like those strange dreams that you and Van have been sharing. And as you're feeling these, you realize that you were just petrified and paralyzed on the top of this bookshelf that you're sitting on. I rolled a 16. Meets beats, bitch. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it is the end of your turn. I've never really had anything kind of attack me this way, so I'm, like, legitimately scared. And so I kind of just shake out of it. But you're okay. no longer paralyzed. Yes. Okay. As Patches is sitting here, you see a lot of these faces turn over toward these little ones. And this one, all it does is move in front of that door. Um, it does not attack you any further. It just seems to be sitting in front of this door. You can see its body melding up and against it. Uh, it's starting to like, like spread itself across this door. The other one is sitting in front of this window looking out of it. And this big red marble looking thing with all these faces is sitting right in front of Patches. It's like pseudopod like tentacles are coming up and around it. Patches is sitting up there. You, you're able to move just a little bit as this is all happening. Van, you are the only one who can see what is going on in here at this point. While I'm underground, I just look at myself. I say, you know what? I'm going to own this calamity thing. Time for the calamity to come to town. Okay. And I get that glowing look in my eyes. All right, I open up the bag of holding, and I put my hand down it, and I pull out the elemental earth stone. Okay. And I say, I, Van Fought Baby, devout uh, follower of Ogermach, call forth an elemental ally. Neat. This is fun. 
didn't think this was going to happen. Let me get another book. <laughs> you want a beer, too? Yeah, I'm going to need one. Uh, right. As this happens, you all see Van come up and out of this earth. And as he holds his hand up, well, actually, Patches, you're the only one who can see this. Uh, you two can probably feel it, though. Dude, he uh-huh. looks amazing. Uh, as Yeah, as you hold this up, this home is raised. And, like, the house does not explode. You're still encased in it. But, like, it crumbles. And you can see the foundation of this thing sink in. As Van's hand is held up, this earthen elemental stone crumbles just a bit. The outside of it does not look beautiful like that fire gem that you all had. Uh, and as Dirthmech handed it to you all, he said that the earth was patient and that it rose when it needed to and that this stone would do the same. And so as Van uses this thing, the stone does crack just a bit on the outside. Nothing else seems to really happen from it. But as this happens, you all see, like, his stone hand starts to like harden around this thing and it uh, it petrifies like a statue holding this and as it petrifies you all see the earth that is around him it almost looks like his arms as he's standing up like he grows another pair of arms they slam into the earth here and it pulls itself up and as this earth pulls itself up into a humanoid form it is hulked as this thing comes up it has this hulking elemental rock-like body Uh, its face is this flat shard of rock almost like the sheer side of a cliff but it has metal dancing all around it and through it like these fine minerals that almost look like armor and it dips its hand into the ground like water and as it looks up its mouth cracks and you see this rock just sharply And it opens up and its maw just rips open and this gravel comes out. And as it roars out, it pulls this metal hammer up out of the ground and it holds it in its hand. It's sitting at the ready, awaiting on Van to tell it what to do. Uh, It does take a full turn to summon this thing, though. So did it break the wall here? Not unless you wanted it to. It does. You wanted to shred this room in half? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so as this house. Yeah, Why this, not? This element yeah, comes up. Uh, this wall no longer, it just no longer exists between okay. that room and that room. The cool. debris flies everywhere. As it picks its hammer up, this rug is just like ripped into a million little pieces. Uh, this this strange form in front of Patches does not seem to his fi- have like fixed its gaze back onto this. It still looks like all of those faces are looking at you, Patches. As this thing is sitting here. Patches got a girlfriend. And, <laughs> and so, uh, Patches, as you were sitting up on this bookshelf, I need you to make another wisdom saving throw for me. <laughs> 17. Damn! Nice! With the 17, uh, you do save, though you still feel this thing hit, so you're going to take half the damage from what's going on here. Uh, and you feel pieces of yourself being pulled from your mind as this thing's faces are all looking at you. Its tentacles mm. do not hit you, but they all these pseudopod-like brilliant red tentacles are all sitting around you. None of them hit you. And as it does, one face in the center gets bigger than the others, and it screams out at you. And as it does, you feel yourself pulled into its mouth for just a moment, but you're able to like grit your teeth and hold on, and maybe it's that this giant, crazy earth elemental got behind it, and it's bolstering you just a little. You're like, thank fucking God, I thought I was in here by myself. Uh, so you are going to take... Uh, uh, let me roll it and half it. You're going to take eight psychic damage. And as this thing is pulling at you, you feel you do feel your mind weaken just a little bit. But you feel you feel your your mentality weaken just a bit as you feel this thing pull and it does eight damage to you. It racks. Even though you're able to pull out of it, it racks your head, man. And it feels like your head is split in two as you're trying to pull yourself back. Or well, you were up and still walking, just walking toward this place. Um, you would have felt the ground like, like I would shake. Be, like the... Like smoke house, and like, debris. Yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. you you would see the house and you would notice that the roof caves a bit. It doesn't fall all the way in, but it does sink. You see this roof sink, and then you see all of this dust just 
like, ooh, that was a good one. Like, um, <laughs> you see all this dust, like, fill the street yeah. around uh-huh. this house where its foundation is just yeah. essentially shattered. Gotcha. Um, Van, I should also point out that it is about to get very dangerous for you to stay in the earth that is shattering all around you um, as this foundation is, like, crumbling and, like, it's getting hard to maintain it. Like, you're feeling yourself waver as this is all happening. Cool. Um, so I move my full normal 25 feet mm-hmm. or whatever to the house um, and I'm sending Ori into the house through the window. Okay. Yeah, and as she flies through this window you see this green skeleton-like face mm-hmm. as she's going through. You still want her to try and fly past it? Uh, uh, her, she has an ability called flyby mm-hmm. where she doesn't get opportunity attacks. Great, okay, yeah. that's So perfect. she flies right through and yeah. sees Patches in a weird place and her elemental, this huge red thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of, I'm seeing through her um, and mentally commanding her and she's going to fly up to the red thing and do shocking grasp. Okay, she goes up and her talons are out. You see, as you're sitting up on this, you see the fucking, the whole house crumbles. Van's head is like sticking up out of the floor. Like, like a shockwave, like a, like a ripple in water comes out and then this yeah. huge earthen elemental comes up. As this is all happening, this thing is ripping your like literal thoughts out of your head and then you see this owl like, it's like grab on the side of this thing. Which we're used um, to. Yeah. Screaming. Screaming. Yeah. Uh, 14? That hits. It doesn't? <laughs> yes. Um, cool. Oh, I forgot. It's 2d8 now. Yeah, it's, so it's 15 damage. Holy shit. Nice, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, is this the first? No, Patch has hurt one of the smaller ones. This is the first time you've hit the big one, though. And yeah. as as Ori comes in, you guys see this huge earthen elemental behind it. Ori comes screeching in. Her talons grab it. It grabs, like, right onto the eyeballs of one of these faces. <laughs> and you just see this, like... Sh- and it shocks through it, and you see this little, like, like as it hits, and this electricity goes through it, and the faces on that side, they turn from it, and you see them screaming. They're all like, ah, like screaming in anguish, as, and they're all trying to, like, their hardest to turn away from the one that's being shocked. Um, that's a good move. Anything else, Arwell? Uh, you are also do. fully aware yeah. of everything that's going on yeah, now totally. that are Ori's inside. So Welcome you're like, the uh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is all what happening. What did they get into? Yeah. How has been <laughs> 10 seconds? <laughs> yeah. Uh, take along. Right. The green one doesn't see anything. It sees this owl come in, and so it slinks over here. And uh, as Ori is inside and she's still, like, attached to this thing, you see these faces screaming out, and it is going to attack Ori. Okay. It, uh, it hits four. That's a nine. Or is... It's 11. Nuh-uh. Yeah, so it's like it swipes out at her with these like pseudopod-like limbs, and Ori like lets go of this thing and takes off. Uh, well, I, I don't want to say that. She's yeah, in the same yeah, space, yeah. but she totally. she gets away from She's it. Around yeah, it. she gets away from it. Uh, Callista, you were up. Patches, you were on deck. Um, Callista sees Ori fly over her head through the window. Is like, okay, I don't know where Arwell is, but he's clearly aware of what's going on now, so we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, turns around, looks through the window to assess what's going on. Can I see Patches up on top of the bookcase? You, for, yeah, there's like a line of sight from the window. Um, for what it's worth, and you can tell 100 percent by mm-hmm. how this looks. Patches is in dire straits right uh-huh. now. Um, this thing is in front of him. It's racking his head. You saw him. Uh, you know how quick Patches is, mm-hmm. and for a long amount of time, he just stood there and was staring mm-hmm. at this thing. Uh, and you saw his mouth open, and you saw him, like, he's obviously hurting. He's wincing his eyes, and he's looking at this thing. And you can see him having, like, he's struggling somehow, though you're mm-hmm. not sure how. On top of that, this earthen elemental's beside him. You can make as many assumptions as, about what that mm-hmm. is as you like, but... Uh, no idea what's happening there. You have no idea where it came from or what's yeah. going on. Right. But so, and neither uh, does Arwell. Arwell, you just see this huge earthen elemental, and you're like, oh, but oh I, my God. I know 
where the mound of faces came from and where the slime things came from. And I know that my patch is in, is in danger. Um, so I'm going to climb back through the window. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cast Bane on Mr. Face Pile Butt. Yeah, Face Pile Butt. That's, mm-hmm. that's what his name is in the Monster Manual. Weird. It is, yeah. Face Pile Butt. Three. So yeah, um, they all the slime things. First. Yep, so they all need to make charisma saving throws. <laughs> okay. I bet uh, they're super the big one is a, The big one is a 12. Okay, that's a fail. Uh, the little one that's closest to the big one is a 15. That actually passes. And then the slimy weird guy by the door is a 16. That also passes. So the two the two smaller ones make, Don't get uh, they make a pass, not Bane, but the big one is Bane. And right. then bonus action, oh, I'm going to um, try to throw some bardic inspiration towards Patches up sure. there on that bookcase. What do you say to him? I say... Are you, are you <laughs> hop in the window? Yeah, I'm like, I come in the window, cast Bane on this thing, mm-hmm. and then look straight to Patches and just remind him of all the other bullshit we've had to fight. And I'm like... This is nothing <laughs> compared to the other shit we have seen and been through. You have got this. Um, so yeah, Dos Lude is primary right yeah, now. So you come in and you hit this, you hit these chords, and as you jump into this window, you play this Dos Lute and you cast mm-hmm. Bane on these motherfuckers. And you do see these faces, like um, they look like the tragedy mask in the comedy tragedy theater masks. They're like this big frown comes on their faces, and you see the despair on all of them, and they like they do sag just a bit, and this thing like like down to the floor just for a second as this Bane hits it. And you can see its movements are just slowed a little, and its faces are just not quite as attentive on. On you. Uh, good turn, Calista. Yep. And, and Patches sure. gets Spartic Inspiration. And it's perfect timing because Patches is up. And you're going to try to like muster up a bunch of like a whole lot of like resolve because I know this thing is trying to get into my brain. Um, so I just grit my teeth and like look right into it and act like I'm not scared at all. Okay. Um, and I'm going to I'm going to attack it. Yeah. The big one. Um, and I do get sneak attack. Since an ally is yeah, within. with the earthen yeah. elemental beside you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's um, coming up. It's got this huge metal-like hammer in its hand, and it looks like it is ready to go to town. I don't know what you're gonna make it do, but it's gonna do something. <laughs> I'm dance so excited, dude. <laughs> oh, you should be. Let's get a tap dance. Um, you're attacking with. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> but you have a, you have advantage, so you can roll one more time just in case. I it's, do have advantage. Uh, with that guy, yeah, with the earth and elemental. Can you roll okay. better than a nat twenty? Well, he might roll too. That's a nat twenty, by the way. But, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I figured my Wes is. Oh shit! Yeah, that was a nat twenty. No, it's no. not. <laughs> okay. The second one. So is you not. get, you do, you got a critical hit on this thing. Are you using your bow? I'm using my daggers. Okay. Um, I'm um, trying to leech some help. Is, are you staying up on this bookshelf while you attack it? You're just like slicing out toward it. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm like, I like two hands. Like I'm trying to stab it. Okay, like awesome. in, its, in its one of its faces or okay. something. So that is uh, blah, 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 that would be nine, and then so seventeen with the first dagger. Wow. Whoa. And that means that I get two HP. And then, and yeah, this is the—I think this is the first time you've used it. Yeah, it is. Um, well, I try to not—I try to not be close to anything. I try to like hide and. And so, as you do, you stab into this thing, and you have these. Um, it looks like dragon glass on mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, except it's much more finely crafted. It does have like this wicked little curve on the end of it, though. And as you stab this into it, you felt it a little before. It's—it it doesn't feel like oh my wounds are like. You just feel like. You just took a shot of espresso is the best way I can put it. You just get like this a little bit more energy, like get a little bit more drive. And as you, this sinks into it, you feel it again, this heat in your veins. And you're like, ooh, yeah, I can maybe do this. So 17 with the first dagger and yeah. then um, sure. as a bonus action, uh, 23 for the first. <laughs> well, that's a hit, but. 
and 24 for the That's so a hit. 24 to hit and then and the first damage was 19 did you say 17 17 thank you for the second dagger i don't add anything to the damage right. i roll right it's just a roll okay so that's a three, which does add up to 20 total, which gives me one more health point. Nice! Now you do. Hit points. Oh my you god. Now I and do then you have extra flanking. damage on that. And then I do sneak attack damage. So, <laughs> so 20, 26. The fuck? 27. Holy shit! 33 damage. Woo! So you did 13 Hell additional yes. damage with sneak attack. 13 additional damage, which gives me two more HP. Holy fucking yes. God. All right. So, Patches, um, I think you just did, how much was it? 35? 33. 33. That's a fuck ton of dagger. damage yeah, in a single is. turn. That is, a, even for higher levels, that is a fuck ton of damage. Right like, I, like I said, I just kind of like grit my teeth and fucking just look it straight in one of its weird faces and just stab the shit yeah. out of it with both hands like just coming down. I like that. Yeah, you just come down in like two of its eyes like as you Stone's see you do this. Pick. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Patches just stabs this thing. You see him like bolster back up like uh, you all do see him hesitate for just that, that moment and then you just see like you see like the despair on his face and then you just see his teeth grit and you see that like cocky asshole attitude come back and he pulls these two daggers out and just plunges it into this thing and as you plunge these into that face all of these faces just like all just screaming out as these daggers obviously inflict a huge wound on this thing. Um, the smaller one that is over by the door, uh, Calissa, um, you, you came I, in and said something patches. Yeah, so it probably heard me. Yeah, it'll roll disadvantage because uh -huh. you are still invisible, but uh, it, know, it, it thinks it knows where you are, and so it's going to move I? over to you, and as it does, it, it, it'll roll disadvantage, unfortunately. They aren't... Does a 15 hit you? Yeah, just barely. Okay. So uh, the 15, it just like lashes out across the space it thinks you're in. And you see it coming. You, you, you notice how clumsy the attack is, but it still mm -hmm. lashes across you. And as this thing lashes across you, uh, you are going to take seven bludgeoning damage oh, and four psychic damage. So mm -hmm. 11 total. Wow. As this thing just like wipes across you. And as it does, you feel the same thing that I've described to your other teammates. You feel your mind split for just a second. Almost like uh, when you take 3D gl glasses off in a theater to look at what it looks like without them. And everything's all in all these different layers of images. Mm -hmm. Everything looks like that as this hits you. You see the room separate. The reds and the greens and the blues. Like they all just like split for a second. And you feel your mind slipping. And then it just like comes back together as this like weird pseudopod green like tentacle full of these human bones hits you. Van, you're up. So, for a lack of better description, yeah, hit me up. Van has been intoxicated with the power of the Earth recently, mm -hmm. and I think it's kind of messing with his brain. Henceforth, why he was a little compelled to grab that stone and pull it out. And so, as his head pops up and realizes what he has summoned, all he hears is, "You know, our love was meant to be," <laughs> and Chicago starts playing in his head. And so, the room is kind of like um, just slowly moving in his mind and the earth elemental is coming up. The earth elemental is kind of like the love of his life at this point, even okay. though it's, uh, he doesn't know what it is, but he's in love with it. And he sure. realizes because he's kind of in tune with the power, it's most powerful attack. So the earth elemental is going to perform on this creature directly in front of us and patches. What is known as a thunderous strike. Neato. A thunderous strike. Fucks shit up so bad. <laughs> it, it, on a hit, the target takes an extra 16. Yeah, it's 3d10. 
an extra Here's sixteen three D ten uh thunder damage. <clears throat> Here, let me read it for you. Thunder strike. The mirror uh, the Myrmidon makes one maul attack. On a hit, the target takes an extra three D ten thunder damage. And the target needs to make a straight saving throw or be knocked throw prone. So it makes the maul attack. Okay, so roll your twenty to see if it even hits. It's a plus seven. It is a 14. Ooh, 14 hits! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Just barely, right? It only yeah. hits. Yes! <laughs> Fuck yeah! Because it's a plus seven to hit. Yep. He rolled a seven. You yeah, wow, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, lucky. Wish you had missed. So it does the 2d6 plus four. It's looking pretty fucking Can I cool. keep that yeah. that fell? It's a five. Yeah. And a one. Okay, so Glad I kept the six plus four. Yeah, ten. So ten uh, originally. It takes the ten, and, and then three d ten. And roll that thunder damage. He's fucking this thing up right now so bad. Five, six, three. Five, six, and three. Eleven, fourteen. And then it needs to make a strength saving throw. So you do twenty four fucking damage to this thing. That just still. Whoop me on So this earth elemental pulls up his hammer. You guys see Patches plunge these daggers into one of these faces. This like thing slots down as it is hit with this bane that Callista puts on it. On its strength saving throw, it is mm-hmm. gonna roll a d4 for yep, its bane to see that. if it doesn't work. And then you see this like ooze over in the corner in front of the door swipe out at nothing perceivably. But then you do see it hit. Like its weird little tentacle does wrap around this like figure. You probably that hear looks a little like yelp. it may be a dancer <laughs> at the Kettle of many things. <laughs> as this is all happening, you all see this earth element to pull its hammer up, and it is coming down on this thing. And you see all these faces, for the first time, change their focus as this hammer is just, like, coming uh. down toward it. And as it hits, it does 24 damage. And with this hit, you hear its rock strike the ground, and it's just like... Like this thunder, and you see the earth, like, like falter underneath this thing. 24 damage is a shit ton of damage. But he still looks down at Patches and saw his attack and was like... (laughs) (laughs) Like, not a big wink wink at him. (laughs) Um, And this thing is going to roll... With the Bane. (laughs) It's going to roll... Oh, my God. It's so bad. Yay. (laughs) Oh, no, it gets a minus to strength. It rolls a mod one. Oh, yes. (laughs) With the Bane, and it's... Oh, my God. (laughs) This thing is prone. It's prone. It doesn't have legs to stand on, but we can interpret it as it it is fucked up beyond all reason. Rolls around a little. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And so this thing is just, like, screeching out, and it's given... Like, this Earth Elemental is giving a big wink to Patches. Like... (laughs) You see something really really strange happen it starts to pour down into the earth that is underneath it these cracks of the earth that have formed van you're still under the earth no i came up you're all the way up yeah okay great so you just see it start to like sink down and into this these faces are screaming it is happening pretty quickly as this thing is like sinking quickly down into the earth through these cracks under the floor and as it is moving through these cracks underneath it it does uh it disappears into these cracks though these These two other small green ones are still here. Um, It disappears down and into this crack as it like bleeds down into it. You guys can't see it anymore. You do see a few of these glops, like a few of these faces are left behind and they seem to snap off and you just see them like melting to the side. But as they melt to the side, they start to take on more distinguished features. And you can see these like ears starting to form and this like 
broad, strange jaw, and the face looks like it's horrified. And as this ooze is over it, it just melts down into, like, you can hear this one less, like, like, as it melts and splashes out into the floor. It's just this really disturbing image of this face that looks way more humanoid than the mannequin ones that seem to be all over it at this point. So creepy. And as it goes down into this place, one last time, Patches needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Kind of love it lasts forever. (laughs) Fifteen. That's a regular stuff. Yeah, so you fight this off. You're only going to take half of the damage from this one more time. Um, but as this thing, this thing is actively pulling at your mind and as it sinks through these things, like you're like, oh, it's retreating. And then you see these faces right before they like go down into these cracks are looking at you and they scream out one last time. Patches, you were going to take six psychic damage as this thing racks your head one last Damn. time. Uh, and so Patches, your mind is racked this one last time. These two strange little ones are still around, but Arwell, you were up. This big glob has disappeared down and into the floor. Cause I'm going to dash. So I'm going to run 50 feet. Okay. So you're in here now. You've used your standard and your yeah, movement. Just coming in. Right. Um, and I'm Are you coming in through the door? I'm coming through the door. Okay. And we'll take, I as you come into the door, you will take an attack of opportunity. If you come into their space? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, if you if you enter or exit a threatened okay. square, you can take an attack no of opportunity. It's going to I'm going to know to dodge immediately, and it's going to roll a seven. Nice. For base. Okay, and that's a twelve total. That does not happen. Great. Yeah. So Arwell, you come in and yeah, you you have you have seen this. You have some weird deja vu. You know that this room is fucked up. And as you open the door, you go to run in. Oh, um, Penny. Do you want to like this thing does swipe out? You Penny. <laughs> it would have absolutely hit you. Mm-hmm. Do you want a flavor? How like. Yeah, no, I just, like, have this, like, momentary uh, thought to, like, just duck. Yeah. Um, and it's probably not thinking to hit something so small. Right. No, yeah, <laughs> so, I, t- I love it. And yeah, so you and see, so like, like Arwell, <laughs> like, the door swings open, and you see this pseudopod arm wrapping around to hit, and then you just see Arwell, like, as it's swinging out, just, like, underneath <laughs> it, and he's, like, in the room with you guys now. Or he's still, like, flying up near the ceiling or yeah. near this thing. Totally. Okay. Um, is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, that's all I can do. Okay. Uh, and as this happens, this green thing, it does move up and toward uh, Patches. These do not seem to be attempting to escape. And as it moves up and toward Patches, that's a 23 to hit. Well, yeah, that hit. <laughs> that's like you when you say it. That's going to be five bludgeoning damage and one psychic damage. So you take six damage total as this thing lashes out and hits you on the top of this bookshelf that you're still on top of. And Callista is up, then Patches is on deck. There are I'm only two of we these had the things. conversation about uh, injuries. What is it? <laughs> oh, if you fall to zero, then there's a chance you'll the take lingering injuries. Yeah. Lingering injuries. Yes. <laughs> What a story arc. <laughs> Callista is going to unsheath her scimitar and in the one smooth one? motion. The... That's the only scimitar I've got. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. So you hear sort of the tone from it as it comes out, and in Ooh. one motion she unsheaths it and just swings it towards the slime thing right beside her. Okay. Try to make yeah, it. and it does hum out like that metal, it just reverberates off itself like like as it like sings across this yeah. room. Not twenty, not twenty, not twenty, not twenty, juju, not twenty, juju. Not 20, not Dude, you guys got it when it counted so much. Come we on. all scream so loud. <laughs> it's like a nat twenty. No, no, it's, it's a seven. 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 I can't and see from I'm gonna this side. add. So that's fourteen. A fourteen hits. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. It's this thing. I haven't used this in so long. What is it? One d six. Not that this thing's being silent would really matter, but it's still well, yeah. be cool. It would be really still cool. like it. I love it. Yeah. I don't in think it can talk. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, like you're underwater or something. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't cast any spells, but 
that's this two, cool. plus my like... dex, so that's five damage. Five damage, nice. As Callista reaches out mm-hmm. and hits this motherfucker. Just slash at it. Yeah, um, and then Patches, you're up. This thing's swinging out at you in front of you. Um, I am in a lot of pain. Yeah. <laughs> and psychic and otherwise. Um, and really, God, my only option, I'm kind of cornered, is to just fight. Um, so I'm going to try to stab this thing. I'm like, just like the other one, I'm kind of, you know, like just gritting my teeth and I'm just going right. to use both daggers and stab it. Fuck it up, bro. Hey. Um, that is uh, an 18 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Coming with from a guy with a crossbow with built-in fire arrows, you have the coolest weapons in the game. <laughs> um, you guys all have some pretty cool weapons at this point. Obsidian daggers, though. So that's seven damage on the first one. So I get one Yay! HP. I do not hit with the... Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a it's a 10. That doesn't hit. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you stab out with this. This thing is, like, elongated and up near this bookshelf. It's, like, pseudopod limbs are swinging out at you. The, these, like, green bones are strange. And as it swings out once, Patches manages to stick a dagger right into its side. He goes for the other one, and the pseudopod limb just, like, goes over it. Uh, this thing is whipping around and obviously trying to hit him. This, like, skull is sitting halfway, like, cocked, looking at you as this thing rises up. You can see it's weird, like... Rib bones floating up, like not in perfect harmony as it's coming up toward you. And Patches manages to get a pretty solid hit on it. And uh, Arwell, you were sitting here. This other one is going to swing out at you. That is a 22 to hit, which hits you. Mm. As it hits you, you're going to take six bludgeoning damage and one psychic damage. So seven total. Okay. Yep. Is this seven or six? Seven total. Okay. And as this thing is hitting out at you, you, like everyone else who has been hit by one of these things, you feel your mind tear for just a second. The entire room seems to split into black and white, and then it gets pulled back together, and you remember where you are for a second. And this thing is just sitting here, and, like, as you come back into this room and remember the, like, situation that you and your friends are in, Mm -hmm. it's really upsetting to see this gross creature that's just, like, sitting in front of you with these, like, skeleton bones inside of it. Uh, But, Van, you were up. You're the meaning in my life. And uh, <laughs> I make the thingy yeah. walk over towards the Something green thing. Uh, but by thingy, he means wow. earth elemental. The earth elemental, which I will name Jeff. Okay. And he is going to do a magical little attack thingy that he likes to call the multi-attack. Nice. It's two mall attacks. So I guess I just roll for both of those. Bye-bye. 19. <laughs> <laughs> On the carpet by the mini fridge. And 14. Uh, those are both hits. Let's <clears throat> so roll 2d6 plus 4 on each. 12. 12. And then so 19 in total. 19 total. How do you kill this thing? Yes. yes. God damn it. Oh. With uh, the power of Chicago and big old hearts in Van's eyes as he watches this happen. Yeah. This thing's like, when you love somebody, always <laughs> no on one, my mind. No one needs you more than I. Yeah, it looks like someone threw a jello cup up against the floor. Um, <laughs> this thing's hammer just slams into this thing two times hard, and it's just splattered all over. Those bones are completely crushed, and just like this thing sinks down into the floor. That other one, it seems to have completely disappeared at this point. But uh, you have killed the one of the smaller green 
ooze-like gross monster things. And for one last little bit of flavor, yeah, you know, in, you know, in Anchorman, when um, the guy with the cowboy hat, he, like they're in that big fight scene, and he like whoops somebody's ass, and then he, he like looks over and points and starts walking at the other <laughs> yeah. guy. That's what he does. Oh, the Earth Elemental points <laughs> he, at the other he one. He points at the other one and starts okay heading that way. All right, well, you're up. Well, I am going to put my glove out and touch the this the last remaining green thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to do Shock and Grasp. Okay. Uh, Ooh. Uh, yeah, so that's a 24. That's it. Yeah. Look um, at you. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Um, and then it's, <gasps> and 16 what the fuck? Full damage. damage. How do you kill this yeah. thing? Just fucking roll it like <laughs> nothing, too. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm I, taking you to the casino. I accidentally put my hand in deeper than I mean to. <laughs> I love it. Oh. Uh, and I'm like, oh, I can't really like, feel it, but I was like, it just goes in, and then I just like, what? say fuck it, and I do a fist and just yeah. Um, I like the idea. You grab, you like grab one of these bones on accident instead of just your hand <laughs> in it. And you're like, oh god, and then you do shock and grasp, and this thing just like, like all against the wall. It's like on you yeah. a little bit. It's on. Cal- oh, you can, right Calista, you can see Calista. You can see the form of Calista. You didn't know Calista was there yet, yeah, but like you can see the silhouette of her. This green ooze. She's just like, oh. Uh, you guys are out of combat oh, now. Nice. <sighs> fuck. I can find him. Probably. My the Dow? No. No, that, that thing oh, with the bane? In, with that went under the it's... ground. Oh, yeah. I could, you could try find it. I go under the ground and I look for it. Yeah, you see, it's a. Uh, how long has it been? Oh, I have my pad right here. Uh, Arwell killed it, so it's about 60 feet away from you. Like, like crawling down and into the, the earth. Um, this thing, <laughs> this is pretty interesting. It doesn't seem to be moving anymore. Um, it's in a, it's, I mean, it, it doesn't it? have earth, and, it doesn't have earth walking like you do. And like it's as deep in it. Yeah. It's as deep into these cracks as it can get. And it seems to just be like sitting there. Does then. my elemental have earth walking? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I send the elemental down to get us some more experience. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's how you're going to phrase it? That's exactly <laughs> how I'm going to phrase it. <laughs> I say, I say, we have one last foe. Dive, my friend. Okay, you're gonna roll initiative for your Earth Elemental. I'm rolling. It's the only one initiative. entering initiative at this point, right? Mm-hmm. You're not. You're I not actively trying there. to do anything. It's a three total plus five. Seven. Okay, yeah, that's not first. Yeah, and so as this, uh, <laughs> as this Earth, let me get my shit back out. <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, man. I'm excited you're going after it anyway. Yeah, it's just sitting in this little pool. Uh, it will get disadvantage on everything it rolls because it is. It does not have an earth walking. It is and like is tucked it in these little weird corners. 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 It is baned. I think it gets to roll on the end of each of its turns to see if it's out of it, though. No, That's not real. No. no. It's just the no, one? Okay. If it, if it's baned. It's baned as fuck. And, but it is going to get an attack first, Fine. and it is going to, as this earth and elemental comes down. He can try to hurt the elemental. I saw its HP. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's got a lot. Oh, it's got a lot. Um, so it rolls, and its pseudopod limbs come out, but they it's in this crack, in this weird place. It's just not able to get them out, and it really does hit the wall. Like, your earth elemental is moving toward the earth, and as it goes out to, like, hit it, it doesn't even really know it's coming yet. Oh, <laughs> it yes. can just feel the earth trembling, as can all of you. You just hear this, like, mighty roar and this thunder and the earth trembling, and then it is going to use Eat Memories, and uh, I, I told you what it's called. Anyway, it's going to use Eat Memories, and your earth and elemental needs to make a wisdom saving throw. So roll a d20, uh, and it's one probably sec, like... It might be a well, nine. I'll tell you. A nine. Ooh, yeah, that's a failure, buddy. So good. And so, as this earth and elemental wa- rolls up into this beach... It is 
going to take 18 damage. And from now on, it's going to roll 1d4s if it's baned. Um, and oh, no. Yeah, so they're both sort of baned right now. Um, but your Ethan Elemental is up. He still does um, two bunch. melee attacks. Okay, roll him. He can't attack through Earth unlike this thing, so. Um, 18 plus 7. That's a hit. Nat 1 on the second one. Ooh, jeez. Well, let's deal with the first one first. So that was 2d6 plus 4. Mm-hmm. Six, ten uh, total. Ten. Ten damage. Yeah. <laughs> How does it kill this? Thing? Yes. He just hears the last verse of "You're the Inspiration" by Chicago and just cleaves the earth in half. In the half, like just, just well, just like opens up a, a pocket basically. Karate chop. And just, <laughs> and the earth just gapes. Yeah, it just splits like when you guys fell into it, you'll see this ground split and where you see it, you see these rocks falling into this like, it looks like a pool full of blood. It literally just looks like there is a blood pool sitting in this earth. It's like 10 feet below where you guys are. It shatters and these rocks fall into it. You see this hammer and we'll say that the natural one when it is maybe what causes the earth to crack. Right. Like as it tries to pull it up out of this goo, it like cracks the earth and then this elemental is there. Uh, would, are you keeping this elemental on the ground? Would you like to dismiss it? I. Uh, it's pretty distracting thing. I'd like it's it very to, clumsy as I'd well. like for it to come back up to the ground where I am. It's standing on the ground with you. And I look into its eyes and I say, thank you, Jeff, for your help. We, uh, um, Ogermach and Van Fart Baby are always, uh, at your disposal for your help. It doesn't Pe say anything. And it's I, just standing there. And I say, peace be with you and dismiss it. Okay. And as you dismiss it, you all see uh, it lets go of this rock-like hammer. And as the hammer hits the ground, it hits and just turns into rubble, like gravel, like all of the other rocks that are in this pool of blood. And as its hammer disintegrates into gravel, so does it. It just falls into like all these pieces of gravel and they bounce off of the ground. It is no longer in the room with you. You all are out of combat and you get another 1,000 experience. Boom. Are we leveled up? No. no. New year. New you, new dice. Head over to DiceEnvy.com and grab a set of dice that speaks to you. They have some really incredible dice over there. Dice that are made from materials you may not have considered before. We, for instance, got a pair of wooden dice from them. Uh, it's carved of like oak or something, and we love them. They are great. So they have metal dice, see-through dice, colored dice, matte dice, all kinds of different things. Grab a set and start the new year with a pair that speaks to you and your very favorite playable character and we're going to give you 10% off of anything that you order by using the code HITDICEPOD at checkout. Head on over there get yourself some new dice. Start 2019 the right way. I just look at everyone and oh, fuck. I take the <laughs> elemental stone and I put it I drop it back into the bag of holding and I'm like sorry I kind of shattered the stone. I knew it was possibly going to do that but it's not shattered. I think we've decided that as long as we have them and nobody else does that it's Fine. My mean, only I, question, and I got to crowdsource some information from y'all. Um, I, I thought that it was told to us, and I don't know what source this was from, though, was that if we diminish the power in any way, shape, or form, that potentially the ideally, rock, the, the stones wouldn't work. Ideally, they're supposed to be in the most pure form they can to do the tear fall. Hey, so. maybe. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Maybe but by we, fucking up the stones on, and using them. Hold on. Is the person or. People who launch the tear fall, the ones who control it. I don't know. 
Could we launch it and say, fuck you, go back and make it all go away? <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I feel like it's more of like an initiation. You like yeah. you start it and then you sit it back and watch happens. it like a firework. Yeah. yeah, I think it's more like that, too, but okay. I'm not sure. Hey, Patches, are you OK? Um, I'm physically. Well, no, not really. <laughs> OK. I'm going to come and do a little, little healing That's on great. the patches. Did you there. need a health potion, too? No, I'm good. He's okay. got so many health potions. Because <laughs> I bought a bunch, too. This motherfucker is a health potion. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of health potions, and I still have two Sapphire Devil potions. I'm going nice. to do a Can I just wounds on you at level two TD8s. One of my favorite NPCs. Can I ask you guys? and Darth Mac and Madame are like my three favorite NPCs of all time. Can I ask you guys, in-game, was it not pretty fun to see an elemental? It was great. That's pretty fun. Dude, that Good. thing rocked. Dude, you can I just say out <laughs> of things game, world. Just to flavor that, I just came and gave you a hug, and now you feel better because yeah. it's touch. Uh, Being able to control that, yeah, all the uh, psychic. You would know that you're at 19 uh-huh. out of 20 charges you on do. that, by the way. Yeah. Um, I don't know who's keeping up with the charges on, on the, the elemental stone, but you have 19 out of 20, so it's at like 95. percent You know what I'm saying, and I'm saying this end game. You know what I think we ought to do. Let's just say that we get down there. You guys are in this totally fucked up house. You have no idea who lived in it before you all just destroyed it. I mean, Wes's bucket was in here, so. (laughs) Um, I sit down in this comfortable looking chair. I crawl in the stove. sit there for a minute. Yeah. uh, Yeah, it's like, what the fuck were those I'm sad my guy is gone. Um, I just say to the the group, I'm like, look, before we go do the altar thing, because I'm sure that's probably what we're going to end up doing, and we grab the Firestone from Thundershot, we gotta bring all these elementals out. Like in our last, in our last battle against the Tearfall, we need to bring them all out and just see what they do. Be fun. I don't care if that, you know, creates a chasm in space time. Be fun. <laughs> we'll just throw a bean at it. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, oh, we fucked it up. The black hole opens. You guys are like, uh. <laughs> we do have three beans. <laughs> <laughs> we see all of our old characters staring back Talking and like, what the fuck were those things? Mm. Those things? The demon things? Yeah, those oozes. I don't know. <laughs> they were attacking yeah. my mind. I felt that. You know what's interesting, though, is that it was Arnold. Or, mm? or, uh, it was Arnold. And he works for, Oz. what's that guy? Aust. Aust. Arnold was here? Oh, that's yeah. Right. I saw him. Yeah, yeah. He, he was here. Yeah, he, he was here. He turned into that thing. Does that mean he that... Did or did it look and before, like it? Before he I'm turned... not sure. It seems like it hurt him a lot to turn into it, so I don't know if it took him over and blew him up from or the inside out. That's what that. it looked like. Or, or it was if he really was that disturbing. the whole time. It was really disturbing. Yeah, it could have been either. I don't know. Yeah, before he, before he was, uh, like, assimilated into that weird thing, he did scream out, um, Palmer, what the fuck? Like that, he screamed that out and then turned into that thing. Yeah, who's Palmer? His, His brother. brother. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, but does that mean that Austin's like dealing some crazy wicked magic? Well, they did tell us that people have been power. like disappearing and really strange things have been happening yeah. since we left. Do you think those things are like eating him? You guys know more about Aust than I do. We don't know much about Aust. I don't know. We just got attacked by these things. That's proof. Whatever it is, it's out to get Oh, us. and we did. Well, we owed Aust something. A favor we were uh, supposed to. Supposedly. Yeah. Which we were supposed to take care of like probably a, a month ago well, in Raven's Bluff time. that we fell into another. Yeah. That's the way I see it. Fuck yeah. that. He's not going to see it that way because he's just a jerk. But yeah. Well, he is a p- jerk. potentially a demon wielding <laughs> jerk, which is. Not fun for us. Well, we're a deeming wielding party. 
Well, true enough. <laughs> <laughs> and elemental wielding. Yeah. Providing it. You guys are doing better than you did when you first went to Caggards. That is sure. definitely true. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, I, I guess. You want to leave an IOU note in this house? And can scoot? I just like peek it out the window and not where anybody can see me and just look around and see what things are looking like out on the street? Yeah. Uh, you have definitely started to gain the attention. The interest <laughs> of a, a couple of people. They're like looking around. They seem horrified, though. They're on the outskirts uh-huh. of this. There's dust settling into the street. You all are sitting in this dust-filled house with like these oozes splattered all over yourselves in the wall. These bones are in the floor. The house is all but destroyed. Like the walls are like slouching in, and the roof is slouching in, and like the wall is destroyed. No one was home, thank God. But uh, you're not sure who lived here or if anybody lived here. But there is furniture. Patches is sitting comfortably in the chair. But yeah, that's that's your situation at the I moment. I cleaned you and me up. Cool thank you. What are your charges at now? Ten. Oof. I feel so much better. Man, that thing's been. Um, I'm not sure cold. we should go out the front. No, guys. we should. I see, looking through the broken wall, I see a window in the back. What does that lead out to? It just leads out to the other side. Essentially another alley that goes an in the same direction. Them. Let's okay. go that way. Let's, uh, you want to You all are climbing out of the window? Stick yeah. out the back window. I love so it. it'll be, you guys are just sneaking out the back. <laughs> try to, uh, give me a alley-oop. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a little boost. You guys are, you guys are out in the street. The dust is settling. Boost. It's still in your eyes. Uh, I'm assuming you... We're doing yeah. the Am Battleground still... Coyote Ugly. How long has it been since I cast invisibility on myself to oh, leave them off. Yeah, it's not been it's an hour. Not been an hour. No, it's so been I'm like still invisible. Minutes. It's been like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm still invisible, so uh, yeah. I'm not going to draw that attention. It's just you three gentlemen. And so with that being known, I want to be, well, I'm going to help Arwell out the window, but I'm going to walk ahead so I can sort of scout and try to Okay. See what's happening yeah. as we go. Um, I, I'll just give you this. As you were walking forward, mm-hmm. it seems like everybody's on the other side. The dust sort of pushed out mm-hmm. the front door. They saw the door so opening and closing their and all attention that over there. Everyone seems to have their attention on the front of the house. And Isaac. I'll give you. I think we're still Isaac. making our way to Isaac's. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, you guys, you do. Uh, you walk through the city. It is. It's not far from where you are. Good. You've caused a big ruckus. Um, and. As you do, you walk up to this two-story cobblestone house. It has a really nice uh, shingled roof. It is not thatched hay like a lot of the houses in this district. Um, This one sits really close to the top of the city. And as you all walk up to it, it is not surrounded by houses. It does have houses in front of it. There is a wall behind it. There's smoke pouring out of this chimney. Yeah, I'm Mm -hmm. going up the door. Knock, knock, knock. knock. Mm -hmm. You knock on the door. The heat no longer permeates this town. And so all of the layers that all of your friends seem to wear, uh, they're making a lot more sense now. But the layers on this man are colorful and they are bright and his robes are bright and beautifully patchworked. And he has a long white beard. He has long white hair to match it. He leans on an ornate metallic staff. A small dragon with a scorpion's tail sits on its shoulder and it purrs out to you all. And you can see it's just like a little red dragon with a scorpion's tail. And its tail is like wrapped around his staff, but it's sitting on the other side of him. Mm -hmm. And it's like hanging like really strangely, just like its neck bent and looking at all of you. And you hear it like coo out like, and then it starts to purr like. I want to reach up and give him invisible scritches. Yeah, you scritch like (laughs) under his, oh, his head's upside down. Just like under his little jaw on the side. Yeah, and Gumble like reaches out his neck and like you're petting up under it. You all can't see Callista, but you can assume that she is scratching it. And Isaac looks over and he smiles at it. Patronese, it has been too long. I have much to give you and much to talk about. Yeah. It is... I would say fate has brought you to my home. Speaking of the things I have heard and seen in front of the council, I don't feel as comfortable with it. 
and maybe not with you all. I have much news, the first of which Mallory has left me. She's left an innocuous note saying that she would go north to take care of the business you did not. How old is she? Uh, she's probably like nine or ten. Okay. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Um, this concerns me deeply. Yeah. And I am in no position to leave this town to stop her or to look after her well-being. There's much going on. There's much to discuss. Come in. Okay. Yeah. You all walk into this home. Uh, you can see papers all over the tables. You can see all of these crystal orbs that are lying in the floor and on this table. These candles are lit actively around it. There's wax melted on almost every single surface. Those strange smelling smokes are no longer boiling out of these intricate test tubes and containers. It seems like Isaacs has been working on something else. Um, and as you all walk in, he shuts the door behind you. He walks over to get a tray full of drinks and he goes, friends, have a seat. I imagine you'll need to be sitting to have this conversation. Cool. We'll end episode 40 right there. Cool. It seems every time these adventurers come in that trouble follows in their wake. Oh, I was fighting off damn near half the whole town. Anyway, now that I'm back and I can give you my full attention, let me just say... The heroes who have brought me this stone of fire to make my forge's flames brighter than they've ever been, brighter than the embers in my beard. I must say that they're on to something, and something follows in their wake. It's important to show your friends support, and these are certainly friends of mine, as you are as well. Head on over to your podcast provider and tell them good old Dandrill Thundershot sent you. Leave a five-star review for your favorite heroes. It really means the world to them. As you're forging new friendships, ensure that you let everyone know by putting your brand on the Hit Dice crew. Head over to any of their social medias and hit that follow button. They're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The handle on each is Hit Dice Pod. I know fine craftsmanship when I see it, and by the gods, Dice Envy must have a stone of elementality as well firing their forges, because their dice are exquisite. They are of another world. Another energy from another realm must be forging their flames. Head over and get yourself a set of quality dice that roll well, and get 10% off of your purchase with the code HITDICEPOD at checkout. I assure you that they'll have dice for you that roll well, and remember, you can never have enough dice. I think it's important to start a new year with friends close by, and I just wanted to say that I know that these adventurers would be lost without you. So from all of us here at Hit Dice, Dendril Thunder Shout says, Happiest of New Year, friends. We'll see you next week.